0: Hello and welcome to Spotlight on Business, brought to you by NatWest with me, Mary Portis. In this new podcast series, we're going to concentrate on the topics that matter most to UK businesses and discussing both the challenges and opportunities they face in today's business world. And each week, I'm going to be joined by an experienced professional from some of the UK's leading companies. We'll be focusing on marketing finance, HR and more, shining a light on the areas that businesses need to act on to succeed. In this first episode, the spotlight is on cybersecurity and joining me is Carmina Lees, Managing Director of Financial Services across UK and Ireland at Accenture. Carmina leads on security in Accenture's financial services practice, advising businesses on the key challenges and trends facing the industry. Carmine, it's great to have you here. Hello. Hi, thank you. So tell us a bit more about how you got where you are and also why security is such an important issue. So where did you start? Where did you start off?
1: Um, I started off at IBM, actually. Um, I was there for 19 years up until last year, so a big move for me to leave. And were you doing
0: security at at IBM? The
1: last four years I was, but I literally started off... um, I worked my way up. I started off in telephone sales. So I was very interested in technology Um, Good girl.
0: Telephone sales (laughs) is a tough one.
1: Very, very tough. Good grounding. Um, And the head office was not far from where I lived. So I started there and I just had a thirst for learning and technology. Um, And IBM gave me lots of different opportunities to move around every few years. And I just worked my way up through the company. And the last four years, I was their vice president of their cybersecurity business. Um,
0: and how did you get into the cyber security part of it, though?
1: It was a big growth area as we see today. And uh, back then... It and was, did you know that then, though? I mean, did you think it was going to be as big as it is now? Not as big. I think in the market, you know, security, cloud, analytics, yeah. big data, everything was being talked about. And I was asked to lead their cyber business, which then I was... It was quite daunting. It was a big learning curve for me, um, but a challenge which I'm always happy to take on. And the plan was to build a business, you know, help our clients in this market that was evolving. And back four years, only four years ago, you you didn't really hear about too many threats. So we knew it was going to be big, but uh, not as big as it obviously is today.
0: But I mean, the speed of the way change is happening, it's scary. And if you are a small or a medium-sized business, this stuff, you know, you have to just be on it, on it, on it all the time. So how much of a threat are businesses really under and um, today? And what's the nature of the threats?
1: I think the trouble is the threat is so large and it constantly changes the hackers are getting more and more sophisticated mm. and so trying to keep up with them is difficult. So I think for a small and medium business, you know, you just... I think sometimes those sort of companies think, oh, we won't be hacked, yeah. you know, because we're we're small. Who's going to hack us? But they're some of the worst now being hacked, aren't they? Exactly. They're more vulnerable. You know, we see statistics around 50% have had a cyber breach, um, which is, you know, for some of these size companies, that, you know, is just... A catastrophe. You know, some of them can go out of business.
0: So, Just give me some examples of what went wrong or what things have gone wrong.
1: So I think the big thing is, and we talk about it a lot in the industry, is making our employees aware or well, their employees aware, simple things of people clicking on links that they shouldn't, you know, and then you get a bug within the system. It can take the whole systems down. Um, so I, I think, you know, we've seen that in some companies where they've been you know, they can't trade for days, they can't do anything. And they sometimes support larger corporations, which the impact is just absolutely huge for them.
0: For these links, I mean, I get sent them, and we, uh, even yeah. in my business. How do you know? What's the sort of key little thing where it's not too much written? Sometimes the English isn't too great, yes, is it? Yes, that, that. You, you can know.
1: hover. It's quite basic. But if you hover over yeah. the link, you will see that it just makes no sense whatsoever, and, you know, generally gut feel, yeah. if you get something, just yeah. don't click on it, you know. It's Instinct's powerful, isn't it? Really, really powerful. And when, you know, links get sent round and we've, again, seen in the public domain, somebody clicked on the link that said, everybody's pay, you know, is if oh. there's a spreadsheet that's got everybody's pay on it, and people click on it, and of course it's just it it is just a nightmare.
0: And I guess it's the apathy that we have because we're so used to just trailing through emails, aren't we? We just kind of go into this sort we're all of really
1: busy. Yep. I mean, yep. everybody has no time. Everybody's busy. So I, I think it's, and this is why I think for small medium businesses they're sometimes better placed to make their staff aware and train their staff because they don't have 400,000 people, for example. So it's sometimes easier to put some of these standard basic policies in place. Um, whether it's, you know, don't bring don't plug in a USB, don't click on links, you know, and send sort of um phishing links around as well. That's sometimes quite easy to do for smaller companies. To,
0: to explain what a phishing link is. By the way, this is all new to me. Yeah, right.
1: so
0: <laughs> phishing pH, isn't it? Yeah, Not phishing, phishing pH, wrong.
1: exactly. So um what some companies do almost send them around to test the employees to see if they will click on them right um and it just it's getting people into the mindset you know don't click on and then you sometimes have this You've just clicked on a link and oh it gets gosh, reported to the idea. sort of IT office.
0: So anybody could do that.
1: Any yeah, sort of a really simple out there way that can help you set yeah. that up. Once a week. Oh, exactly. You know, you want to mix it up a bit and sometimes yeah. maybe yeah. do it once. Not a week, the usual. Goes, oh, one. it's another phishing email. But um, <laughs> it's really important. So there's some real basic things that some of these smaller, medium businesses can do to, you know, just get the employees aware. Because at the end of the day, you know, the employees are the ones that people will go after. They can be seen as the sort of easy target.
0: And more than 80% of data breaches were the results of stolen or weak credentials. Explain to me about that and how does this happen and what can business do about it?
1: You've just got to be careful on passwords. Attackers, that's an easy thing for them to do. People use basic passwords. You know, I've been into people's offices before and they've had their passwords on a post-it behind them you know on their notice board and I know we're all struggling Mm, with lots mm. of different passwords I'm sure we all have loads but I think it's some of the basics again so or on their phones oh I know what do you do then Where, where what would you do with your passwords and where do you keep them I think you you have got to find a formula that works for you um but you need to be You need to be a bit creative about it. You know, you do. I know people have their children's names or, you know, their home address or something, the name of their road. I mean, I know it sounds basic what I'm saying, but you will be surprised. I have, you know, I've seen people's whiteboards with passwords on and I've gone to talk to them about cybersecurity, so. So there's some of the basics but
0: what are the key steps that a small medium or you know business can do to be prepared and to mitigate this risk.
1: One of the key things is understanding your security maturity today. So you can have an assessment or there's you know lots of there's lots of tools online that the government have you know put together to exactly address this issue. So you can have sort of a standard assessment that will help you understand what your security maturity looks like. And with these assessments, it will give you that output to understand where you are, maybe give you a roadmap of where you want to be. And sometimes it can give you like an industry view as well. So to look at where you are against your peers, because I think that's really important as well. According
0: to the Office for National Statistics, there are an estimated 3.6 million cases of online fraud and 2 million computer misuse offences in the UK last year. Cybercrime is estimated to have cost Britain companies up to 1 billion in the past 12 months. It's just, I mean, these are extraordinary figures. And you think this is going to get worse, don't you?
1: Yeah. How does it compare to previous years? I mean, what, what is this rate of growth like? From 2017 to 2018 so far, We have seen the increase on budget spend on security, which is a good thing. Right. So it it has been steady the last year, but I think what we're seeing now is people trying to tackle it. It isn't going away. It's constantly going up. But people are really standing up and realising it is a problem. It isn't that agenda item that can slip to the bottom. It's now at the top.
0: And, and one of the other things I want to talk to you about is bringing your own devices. I know it sounds like bring your own bottle, if only for that yeah. much fun. <laughs> your BYODs. <laughs> <laughs> I, read yeah. that. I was like, oh, yeah. bring your own watch <laughs> But uh, when you bring your own devices, which a lot of small companies, mm. they can't afford to be saying, like, I am going to supply all your digital appliances because people often work from their own private yeah. phones as well. What would you be saying? to those companies? What's the first thing you do when a new recruit comes in or someone comes in and says, can I connect in with your Wi-Fi?
1: I think they need to have some basic policies there that you can't, that nobody coming in can just connect to the network. It just... That is a massive no-no, right? And I think most companies would know that you can't just connect to their Wi-Fi. You can't just use your phone, um, because if that's the case, then anybody coming in, whether they're a third party or anybody, could come in and you know do that. So I think that's a basic policy to uh, for bring your own device, and especially as these companies are growing as well. The more and more people coming in, so I think that's critical that you have a policy. Most companies, I would say, do have something around B O I D, um, because, you know, so much emerging technology now, Internet of Things, BYOD, other areas, I think companies have seen when that came in, that's the last two years has been a big focus. Companies have put policies in.
0: You know, at the heart of what we're we're talking about is we're human. Yeah. We're going into a time where, you know, sharing every bit of our life has become the norm. Yeah. In fact, you're slightly odd if you don't. Yes, that's very true. (laughs) On social media. And yet at the heart of this is a security risk. Yeah. Real security risk. Yeah,
1: exactly. And then, you know, take some elements of that and then put that in the business world is, you know, it, it then goes to a whole new level.
0: Yeah. I mean, and and again, even through businesses, so much of which has been a bonus to businesses where you can, you know, use social media to sort of advertise and get messages across about your business. But it's also something that becomes, you know, an an open sort of, you know, ambush.
1: The whole digital transformation now, you know, is the thing about security, it touches everything yeah. whether you know people going into the cloud analytics you know automation AI it's it's everywhere and I, I generally think people are now really starting to realize that you know security is critical.
0: So the real thing on any of these when you get an email is doing what you said is the hover yes. just look at this and analyze you it can and see just in the link.
1: take the time. Yeah yeah just don't you know like we say we're all so busy, and sometimes you just click on these things, and mm. or even emails that you get from your friends. Um, you know, I will now sometimes text my friends saying, "You've just sent an email. There's a link in there." And I've had friends then sending them saying, "Guys, if you get, please don't click on it. It's a bug. You know, I've been hacked." You're right. It's just taking a minute to step back and just think, "What is this that I've been sent?"
0: In a very, very fast world, yeah, isn't it? I mean, this very. is getting faster. And faster and faster. It is. We're on our
1: phones, we're at our laptops, computers.
0: um, So human error is really, it's 10 times what it possibly could have been maybe five years ago, the amount we use.
1: And we've also seen a rise, we talk about external hackers, but we've seen a big rise on internal as well, you know, where we've had disgruntled employees or... You know the internal threat is also there so we also need to be conscious about that as well and
0: how could you i mean you often know maybe if you've got a member of you know staff who's not being particularly wonderful and you might already be thinking that we're not no longer going to work together what would
1: you do what would you say to businesses or just generally checking on, on on your employees it goes back to having some basics in place around your own internal systems that people can't do certain things but just be aware you know again we We just talk about the external threats all the time, but there's internal as well. We've seen a rise on that over the last few years where employees have taken data or just, you know, set up some sort of bugs internally. Um, And I think that is something that we do all need to think about. It isn't just the bad guys externally. And I guess if you're listening
0: and you've got a small business and you're thinking, oh, where do I even start? This is yeah. so huge. They don't need to panic, do they? No. There, there is help, isn't there? There's and there so are much systems help. and there are ways to approach this. Yeah.
1: I think because this has been so fast-paced and an evolving, you know, huge threat landscape that's evolving constantly, there are so many companies out there now that generally can help. You know, the government have put schemes in place, there's niche boutique companies that have set up. There's big companies like Accenture and others that can you know, help small, medium and large corporates. There is so much help out there. And I think a big thing is, and I know some companies don't feel comfortable doing this, but talking to your competitors or your mm. peers to see what they're doing have they been hacked you know a few years ago people wouldn't really talk about it but we've really tried to bring out in the industry of insecurity you need to collaborate you all need to keep stick together you know, understand what the threats are. Where are they? You know, are they targeting smaller companies? How did they get in? How can you prevent? So I think it's collaboration and communication for some of these small, medium businesses is critical.
0: I agree. And I think that's a really important point. Interestingly, in in this very kind of slightly scary world that that we're in a business, I do see many more businesses kind of collaborating Mm -hmm. and talking to each other. We're not working in those silos that we used to. yeah. Because the landscape's changed so much that I think everybody's trying to, to work out how to navigate yeah. it on so many levels. Yeah. yeah. That you know, sharing advice is just is something that's kind of a good thing and, and people are tending to do more. Yeah. So be vulnerable, ask the questions, say yeah. I don't know. And put
1: your hand up. Yes. If, you know, if you've Yep, we had a breach. Okay, it's not a bad thing. You know, you're not <laughs> yeah, nobody's gonna criticize you for it, but share your experience and what you put in place to help others. I think the collaboration piece is key. Mm. We at Accenture really encourage, we try and do sort of some breakfast meetings with our clients you know, to bring them in, um, but to get them together to collaborate and talk about maybe what we're seeing in the market that could potentially help them and just get them in the room talking. um, And, and, you know, lots of other companies do that as well. But I think it's really important to build a community.
0: And I think, lastly, one thing I think that's... that's really important that I think of is it just becoming a natural part of every day and feeling about your business like you're doing going through your numbers, your finances. Yeah. How's our security? Are we all aware? Anybody
1: it's exactly. you know, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> those That's simple really things, true. putting
0: it on the agenda of those weekly discussions, yeah. your management meetings, your talks, yeah what's happening and how yeah. you know are we are we keeping our hands? You do on it if your
1: house, you secure you your house, you have an alarm, you have locks yeah. on your windows, so it's the you don't same give thing. the
0: house keys out to everyone and then not answer <laughs> <asking> them back.
1: <laughs> You know, or hide them under the mat and tell them where they are. So it's uh, you know similar, really.
0: I don't think that one's moved on too much. <laughs> Thank sure. you. You've been listening to Spotlight on Business, brought to you by NatWest with me, Mary Portis. And my thanks to this week's guest, Carmina Lees. To discover more information on what we've discussed today, business insight, local events and stories from businesses facing the same challenges as you, search NatWest Business Hub or go to natwestbusinesshub.com, where you can also find links to watch our Spotlight sessions. And I'll be back with another Spotlight on Business podcast next week when we'll be focusing on marketing. Until then, from me, Mary Porters, it's goodbye.